you are out there trying to achieve something, you have the desire to do something, there is a reason that you have that desire. And just give yourself permission. I think sometimes we need permission as female business owners to really go for it and really shine our light. And so this is your permission. Today, we're talking all about your mindset. Are you ready to change yours to scale up your business? Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, helping home professionals, industry influencers, and creatives accelerate their business through an improved social media presence by translating digital influence into physical success. Whether your focus is interior design, travel and tourism, or hospitality, this is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the hosts of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell and Natalie Graff. Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, the Grand High Poobah, Darla Jethro Powell, and I'm joined by Natalie Cinnamon Roll Ass Graf. Natalie, how the hell are you? Called me ass, huh? Cinnamon Roll Ass. Yes. Why is that? Oh, that's because the Amish farm opened today. Yeah, cinnamon rolls. It's on the news and everything. There were people waiting in line from 2.30 in the morning to get the first cinnamon rolls of the season. I drove by there this morning on my way home from work. And I tell you what, it was insane, that line. People are crazy. They are crazy. Guys, that's called Naus Berry Farm. That's K-N-A-U-S. And I think they do ship after the holidays. After the first of the year, we will be able to ship. So all that jelly that I was talking about that I made, well, I didn't. You can order some. You can order some, but I didn't get quite enough made because of the pandemic. A shortage of ball jars. Natalie, speaking of busy, DPI, Darla Powell Interiors, shameless plug, our interior design firm had one of its biggest weeks. Couple, we, we signed six new clients. I think October's our biggest month so far. Would you agree you do the books? I agree because another, maybe not a shameless plug, but a MyDoma plug. If I get one more notification from you have a message in MyDoma, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> that's called you stress. That's good <laughs> That's, that's good stress. Thanks. So no, I love it. I get these little messages and I'm like, ooh, this is what these people have been up to. Ooh, yeah, wait. This is okay. what Darla and the this team are doing, doing while I'm eating cinnamon rolls. That's right. How was your cinnamon roll, cinnamon roll ass? Uh, you know, I have a cinnamon roll ass. I came in with a cinnamon roll ass. So. <laughs> it was delicious as usual. Of course, you know, I love your family. I love the berry farm and I love the uh, extra carbs on my butt. Okay, listen, I have a theory as to why DPI is so busy and I'm not alone. A lot of designers are swamped with work. We've gone over this theory. We have gone over this theory because travel budget. People are using their travel budget. And with the kids still, are we in school? Are we out of school? Around school? What are we doing? Everybody's using their travel budget because they're tired of looking at their same old Listen, I we just onboarded a client and she literally, literally said she's been stuck in her house and she's tired of looking at her house. I'm quoting you. And she needed to do something about it. That was how she came to us. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Confirmed. I am a genius. Natalie, we have a little bit of social media news. First of all, I want to say that Instagram announced as the day we're recording this that they are taking Instagram lives from one hour to four freaking hours, the time limit. Oh my gosh, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh oh my gosh. Four hours? What? what, School classes. Okay, school classes. But who has four hours when they're scrolling through social media? A live event. Who can pay attention with the attention span for four hours? I can't pay. Wait, did you just say something? I can't pay attention for two seconds. (laughs) Okay, so there's that. Guys, let us know how you feel about watching (laughs) it. 
<laughs> Instagram lies for four hours. Right. And But Facebook, actually, they've published a 27-page guide outlining tactics used in successful ad campaigns. I really have a better tactic for that. Call Wingnut Social. <laughs> Call Wingnut Social, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so Facebook actually did put out this guide. So if you have questions about what are successful marketing campaigns for your business, for your Facebook ads, they went through and they culled through some of their more successful campaigns and they put together a guide in there that talks about what the best practices are for you to gain success with your paid advertising on Facebook. And I would give the link here, but it would take the whole show. So you can go over to wingnutsocial.com slash podcast, check out this amazing podcast with Andrea Freeman, and that will be in the show notes so you can get all those tips. If you're someone out there who is still doing your own, it can't hurt, right? 27 pages though, God bless you. So let me tell you guys a little bit about Andrea Freeman. Andrea Freeman is a business coach who created the HOST method. She's now on a mission to help service-based business owners realign with their purpose, create greater financial freedom, fulfillment, and make a difference in the world. She's worked with clients in the events, hospitality, holistic lifestyle, tech and fashion industries to integrate mindset techniques, refine their business models, and to scale quickly. Through these strategies, Andrea's clients experience more clarity in their purpose, they see their revenue stream increase, and they achieve much more sustainable success. Wingnuts, help me in welcoming Andrea Freeman to the Wingnut Social Podcast. Hey there, Andrea Freeman. Welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. How the hell are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me here. I am so excited to have you here because we're going to discuss one of my favorite topics of all time, mindset. Mine too. (laughs) (laughs) You know, how come that seems difficult these days in 2020 and the pandemic and to wrap your mind around your business and just everything that's gone on? It's just, and Darla just says it's a show. That's her biggest thing for 2020. I read a meme the other day that says at 11.59, we're supposed to all take shots and hope this year never happens again. Oh, for for (laughs) New Year's. Year's, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Andrea. So you've been an entrepreneur almost your entire life, having three different businesses. You started as young as 12, for goodness sakes. Hey, that's like me. Yeah, it kind of is like the Amish. So tell us a little bit about how you got into your current situation and we'll dive in. Yeah, so a lifelong journey of love for entrepreneurship. And really, it was my third business of being an event planner and doing it at the level that I did because I was planning events for red carpet celebrities and, you know, big corporations. And I started to notice that there were just certain trends that really highly successful people and organizations embody very similar aspects of peak performance and success. So I kind of started to synthesize that and use it in my own business and saw really good results. But also in a previous life, worked for a leadership development company. So really love personal development and taking people along the journey of being the best version of themselves and using their business to achieve new and different levels of success and personal satisfaction and fulfillment. So that's how I got to business coaching. So let's talk about that because you did some celebrity event planning. What was your mindset before you went into that? What? How did you get those takeaways? Because you've been noticed as saying working with A-listers and celebrities has totally changed your mindset. So tell me a little bit about the before and after. Yeah. So I guess the first thing to notice is that I don't, for whatever reason, get starstruck. Like I've always just come to those opportunities, like I'm just working with humans and other people. So those experiences were incredibly rewarding. And it was great to see kind of 
event planning is very, very intimate work, much like interior design. You see into every corner of someone's life and you just get to see how they really operate, how they handle the good, how they handle the not so good and, you know, and how they balance it all. And so that was for me when I started working like with a lot of celebrities that was back in 2015. And that was right after I had just become a mother for the first time. And so I was really struggling in my own way with balance and integrating mindfulness in a way that would have my business be successful, but also all areas of life. It wasn't going to work anymore for me to be burning the midnight oil all the time or to be sacrificing that time with my family. So I wanted to and decided to turn to people who, in my mind, were doing it successfully and just start to observe what they were doing and what was working and wasn't working for them. So that was exciting. What were some of the things that you would point out like as an example? Okay, this A-lister has this habit or this successful routine that they do that you took to heart that you saw that other people weren't doing. Yeah. So what's really interesting is like, I think one of the common misconceptions about the way that celebrities will entertain is about things just being over the top for the sake of them being over the top. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. What I was seeing was a lot of very deep, intentional relationships and intimate connections that were like the very, very firm foundation of their happiness and their success. And so I was at least privileged to work with celebrities who had a really great core team of friends from many, many years back in their lifetime and also new and exciting friends in their lives that they could really trust and lean on for support and guidance. So that was a really big key. Let's talk about mindset for the interior designer since you mentioned I do have an interior design firm here in Miami, Florida. And I have to say that even as visible as I am, sometimes I have my days where I'm not my mind that isn't as positive as it should be. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between a, a negative and a positive mindset. Is there such a thing? What are some examples of each and how can we tweak our thinking so it's more at least productive? Yeah. So, I mean, I think our mindset is really another way to look at our outlook. And, you know, it's hard to say if there's a negative or a positive, because I think that all of it serves us for some sort of purpose and some sort of evolution, because we're all on a journey, I believe to expand and know, you know, new and different parts of ourselves. And for me, I found and for a lot of entrepreneurs, I find that business is very often an access to developing that relationship with ourselves. I like to say, let your personal evolution fuel your business revolution, because our businesses can really only be as successful as we are. So I recognized that pretty early in business and decided to always be one, working with a coach and two, looking at how I'm showing up and who I'm being in my business as much as I'm looking at my marketing strategy and my sales strategy and you know the business tactics and, and strategies that you also really need for business. But is kind of for nothing if you're showing up in like a funky mood, right? Like who is going to buy that energy? Who is going to want to subscribe to that email list? So I felt that it was from the beginning, really, really important to be tuning into that energetic side and showing up as the best version of myself, one, so that I enjoy the experience of myself (laughs) and two, so that maybe others will and will want to do business with me. 
So you just said, who should I be? And so that kind of leads me to a question that we've come up with that your one of your main concepts when you teach is who should I be versus what should I do? Mm-hmm. And can you maybe just elaborate just a little bit more on that about how business owners can actually apply that to their daily lives to help shift that mindset to put them in that right position? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I basically feel like in life, but you know, especially when we're in business and looking for advice about marketing and sales and all of that kind of strategy, that there's a lot of emphasis on the doing, right? You'll very often we'll hear the be, do, have, right? But a lot of the traditional business advice is about the doing. Create this kind of sales funnel, create this kind of marketing message, like the doing, the doing, the doing. But what I'm saying is that the foundation is who you're being. And what I mean by who you're being is, am I being magnetic? Am I being effervescent? Am I being engaging? Am I being a joy to be around? Like, who do you want to be very often has to do with who would you want to be doing business with? Right. That's a good point. I love that. Yeah. And so when you can kind of get into, and I really start when I'm working with one-on-one coaching clients with going right to the foundation of this and really getting clear about what's your why and are you honoring it? That's really one of the first questions that I ask my coaching clients. And very often I find that people are in a couple of places that either they have no idea what their why is. They never even thought about that they should even have one or they know what it is, but that they're not honoring it. And I think that honoring it, and this is really the first part of that host your life method that I've come up with is just getting to the core why the things that are important to you are important to you, what makes you tick, and being able to bring all of that into our business. Because if we are keeping at arm's length any part of ourselves, people can see through it. Yeah, right. 100%. When we're putting on that veneer of like how we think we should be or how we think we should act. And I am no exception to this rule. Like there was a time in my business where I felt that being a successful event planner looked a particular way. And it was very much a reflection of some of the industry standards. It was about perfectionism. It was about, you know, curation. And there was a lot about the creativity for sure, but there wasn't a lot of being in the space. There wasn't a lot of humanity. There wasn't a lot of room for a lot of feelings. And that's who I am. I am somebody who loves to connect people to their community and, you know, inspire them to engage in new ways. And I was really leaving that out of my business. I was selling perfect parties. And when I decided to get really, really trued up to my purpose and only have things in my business that were in alignment with that purpose, that's when things really started to flourish. That's when I started not offering certain services that I felt like I should be offering and only offering the services I wanted to offer. And once there was that kind of authenticity in my business, it really took off. It went to another level. 
And, you know, about that authenticity, I'm going to give Darla some real good props here because, you know, I have to, you know, she pays me. No, wait, she doesn't pay me. But anyways, when Darla decided to go into that authentic mindset of this is who I am, you know, I'm a retired police sergeant and she was just true to herself. It seemed like our business completely changed and we got that ideal client that we were looking for and she was able to just be comfortable in her own space. Mm. So being able to find that mindset right there just proves your theory. Yeah. And Andrea, I love your philosophy on a big picture thing, but I want to dial it down a little bit here into something that's practical, probably for me. Yeah. (laughs) Is this a personal question, (laughs) Darla? This might be a personal question. So I had a consultation last week with my director. I was having a really bad day. I didn't even really spiritually or mentally, my mindset was down in the dumps. I'd received some really awful personal news and I just, I couldn't be there. And I think I lost the consultation. I lost the business because people can see how you radiate. Mm. People can see that. Now, my director did great. But if you're in a moment like that and you have something that you can't cancel and you have to muscle through it, how can you turn that around and and make that into a win? Or is that something you just say, you know, screw it, Rex, you take it. I am having a really bad week and um, next week will be better. I mean, it's such on a case-by-case basis, right? But if it's inappropriate and you don't have the ability to say, hey, I'm having an emergency, could we reschedule? If you can't get yourself that kind of room, then get yourself some room in any way that you can. And so this is where that whole shift in perspective, the S in the host model, really comes into play. Because this is where you have your daily practices that you're doing on a morning basis by morning basis, let's say. But you also have your in the moment, like crisis strategies. (laughs) And they're equally important. Like we can't all go sit on the mountaintop, you know, every moment that something comes up, right? Stuff happens in life. And and this is what it is to be in business anyway. So I really liked it. While I enjoy a good morning meditation and I enjoy a good journal experience, maybe you're not going to do that right before you hop on a call. But being really clear about what your why is, allowing yourself a few minutes before you get on your call to ground into what that purpose is, what that intention is for that call. And if you're in a really funky place, mm-hmm. I love a really quick like affirmation. I'm always working with affirmations where I'm just reminding myself everything always works out for me or whatever it is that you're dealing with, right? Like I have tons of them that I work with or I'm divinely <laughs> guided and protected or right. Like, like to just one. give yourself some space that like, it's okay. And the other thing I think is you could do like a quick, uh, it takes a minute of a meditation where you just take your thumb to your pinky and it's peace begins with me for each finger, pinky, thumb, peace, begins with me. You can do it quietly to yourself. Nobody else in the meeting has to even know what's going on. You can do it just before you get on that call, whatever it takes. And just like, I feel like it gets you out of that overthink, which is sometimes happens in emergency situations. And we start to kind of like obsess and and be over there with the emergency or the thing instead of here where we are physically and being mentally present. Here's a question. Maybe if she wasn't actually in that consultation and she feels like she may have lost a sale, can she recover from that by sending an email and say, hey, I apologize. I wasn't on my A game. No, because I don't think she would have noticed. I was just not my A game. Maybe you just felt it. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing is that every piece of business isn't for us. And very often as entrepreneurs, we get sucked into this feeling like we have to win every piece of business. And I know that when I am in my best place, that I can very often, you know, sometimes there's a sting like, oh man, I really wanted that one. But when I look back, I'm like, but you know, I did have like a little feeling about that one also. And there's a reason that it didn't work out. And so when we really do the work of being in the space with everything goes my way, that that doesn't necessarily mean that everything is always perfect, right? Like everything is happening from a divine place. It's getting the businesses divine, not getting the businesses divine. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Because that client could have been a red flaggy client. And I do truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And just because you may in this physical flesh wanted that there's something looking out for you that's a little bit higher purpose. Yes. You guys have talked about the host method. Why don't you explain to me exactly what the host method is? I'm sure it's an acronym for something. I've been waiting. Andrea, this is something that you came up with, right? The HOST host method. Tell us about that. Yeah. And so that kind of plays on, you know, my background in events and hospitality. And it's really the concept of being able to be a host in our own lives or being a guest at someone else's party, right? And like when you're a guest at someone else's party, you don't get to have a say in the food or the music. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it's not. But when you're the host, you have a say in everything and you get to live from this very authentic place. And so for me, what it means to host your life, it Each letter does stand for something. The H is honor your why. The O is own who you truly are. The S is shift your perspective. And the T is take inspired action. So when you Hmm. are, you know, drilling down into being very clear about why you're doing what you're doing, what lights you up, what your natural gifts are that you're here to share with the world, and then owning them fully and putting them out there with confidence that this is who I am and this is what I have to share with the world you're probably going to start to naturally notice things that come up like limiting beliefs and self-doubt. It's maybe gotten one or two entrepreneurs, right? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where you shift your perspective. That's where your techniques come in, whether that for you is, you know, some sort of silence or meditation or prayer, working with affirmations, some visualization, getting your body moving and not being stagnant, you know, just going through the things, spending time in nature, whatever those practices are for you that help shift your perspective back to being able to own who you fully are, how truly capable you are. And then from that place of clarity, being able to take inspired action and being able to use this on repeat is the key. If you use it and put it down, it probably not going to experience a lot of results. But if you are constantly going through this cycle, then there's some real momentum and power in that. I think you'd have been proud of me because yesterday, my creative director, Rex Rogosh, and I, we kind of honored our why. We turned down some business at DPI because it didn't really fit into what we want to do in the business model that I had predicted for us. And I kind of was like, gosh, you know, should we be taking everything? Our ideal client, our ideal job is of is of this scope, is of this scale. So let's just gently refer him to someone else. So there you go. We honored a, a part of a why there. Yeah, that's <laughs> For sure. huge. It is, right? And I like that he agreed with me on it. So I feel validated. So uh, do you meditate every day? Let's talk a, a little bit about that from a personal note. I've been trying to get 
Natalie to meditate and I do it sporadically. I'll have like hot weeks that I do it and then months that I don't. Tell me about that in your practice and how that's affected your mindset. Yeah. So I actually do meditate. I meditate 20 minutes twice a day because I do transcendental meditation. And that whoa is usually the first reaction that people have. So (laughs) I just say, how much time are you spending on social media or doing things that you're like, you know, feeling like you're not being very productive in your business instead of you. Hey, social media is very productive. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but not that mindless scrolling, right? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I find that it puts me in a place of being very effective and very efficient with my time. And it also puts me in a place of not being as reactive as I can be if I don't do it. So things don't upset me that upset me if I don't do my meditation. So I have a pretty strong practice with that. And that's been for the last five years that I've been doing that. And I got into it because my husband was interested in it, actually. I had dabbled in a lot of different kinds of meditation. And, you know, it, it would be a practice that would come in and out of my life. But once I found that specific technique for me, it was very easy. And I got such good results. From doing Where it. does one go to learn about how to do transcendental meditation? Is there... Well, it's tm.org. And then okay. you can find a, a teacher in your area and have a consultation. And But you get like... And this is the thing. I always work with coaches and everything that I do. I've always had them in my business. Um, and you actually get a coach, somebody who teaches you how to do it and answers all your questions and guides you through the process of establishing a practice. So... I found that to be really beneficial. On the days that I do get into the habit, I have a much better mindset, a much better day. And which is going to lead me to my next question. As entrepreneurs, as primarily women-owned businesses in the interior design space, we get imposter syndrome sometimes. We sabotage sometimes. And I do this myself. I've talked to the audience about this before. You know, you get really scared. You get afraid of living large or or not being small. And doing the meditation practices and walking myself through it my own way has made a huge difference. But I've noticed that if I go for a week or two, then those, those things kind of start nagging and creeping up again. So I've found it very effective in my personal life when I do it. (laughs) even though I'm kind of making it up as I go along. So I just wanted to share that with the audience. And Natalie, I've been trying to tell Natalie, hey, why don't you try meditation? But she thinks it's too woo-woo. So (laughs) It's very common when I start working with people who have never thought about it or tried it before, that one, the time concern or that it's like a little airy-fairy and I'm getting down to business over here. Come on, you know, you take that over there somewhere. But I just say, try it for five minutes a day. And find the thing that works for you. Like if you want to do, a, you know, an app and like I have a lot of people who use the Calm app or Headspace mm-hmm. and love yeah. it. Like there is no one right kind. I just think that a practice that allows you to take one some time for yourself, which is a struggle for women in general, especially for female business owners, to carve out that time for yourself to say, I'm going to prioritize myself and my mindset for these five minutes. That's huge. I feel motivated to get back into it. I definitely was in a slump there. So thank you for that. Andrea, is there anything that I've forgotten to ask you that you think that the wingnuts listening need to hear before we get into the what up wingnut round? Yeah, I mean, I think just knowing that you deserve all the success. Like if you are out there trying to achieve something, you have the desire to do something, there is a reason that you have that desire. And just give yourself permission. I think sometimes we need permission as female business owners to really go for it and really shine our light. And so this is your permission. 
Yay, we have permission. <laughs> Natalie, we have permission. <laughs> no, it's it's a constant struggle. It's just what life is all about, learning and taking away and, and falling and getting back up. So thank you so much for those mindset tips. Now, Andrea Freeman, I have to ask if you're ready for the What Up Wingnut round. Yeah, let's do it. Now it's time for What Up Wingnut. Wingnut. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? I'd be a white birch because it is very flexible. It bends and it doesn't break. Ooh, are you bendy? <laughs> I'm bendy, actually. What would the hashtag on your tombstone be? Hashtag used up because I intend to be used up. I intend to play full out. Like, and so that's the, that's the goal. Nice. Are you a Golden Girls fan? I like the Golden Girls. Yeah. Okay, good. If you could only be one Golden Girl, who would it be and why? Oh, it would be Blanche. Do we want to share why? Because everybody knows what Blanche is famous for. I mean, she's just so much, right? Like just, <laughs> She's extra. She is. <laughs> she's fabulous. Last but not least, please recommend a book that has had a profound effect on you either personally or professionally. I am a huge fan of the You Are a Badass series by Jen Sincero, and specifically You Are a Badass at Making Money. I have probably read it 10 times. I mean, it's just- I have both. On, mm -hmm. on automatic play when I get in my car. I, I love her book so much. And I think why I liked it so much, because there's a lot of money mindset books out there, but they're, you know, a lot of them are written by old timey white guys. And this was <laughs> a total awesome woman who's really owning her power. And that I found really inspiring. And she was like hilarious. She's funny. She swears a lot. And I, I love those books, too. In fact, I'm due to re-listen. So, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Please tell the wingnuts listening where they can go to find all about you and your awesome sauce coaching skills. And we will bid you adieu. OK, well, thank you for having me. This has been great. If you guys want to stay in touch, I am most active on Instagram. So that's at a Freeman underscore Insta. And if you are curious about any of the stuff that we talked about, any of the techniques, I actually do have a free journal technique that people can try out. It's something from my personal Ooh. toolbox that I use on a daily basis for cultivating an abundant mindset. And that is on my website, andreafreemanconsulting.com forward slash five minute journal. Oh, awesome. I journal every day. And that's why I write my gratitude or my little business meetings, just kind of a free for all. I'm going to go over there and download it. Oh, awesome. I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Andrea, thank you for joining us so much today. You have an amazing week. Thank you. Natalie Cinnamon Roll Ass Graph. Yes, Darla, I should meditate, pal. You know, I should meditate, pal. It's been quite a while since I did. And I noticed that when I stop, there's like a little slippery slope to it. Like if I'm doing it every day, great. All things are great. Then I'll be like, oh, I don't need to meditate today. I'll skip a day or I'll skip two days. And next thing you know, it's a month and life is falling apart. Well, you know, <laughs> the mosquitoes are actually have... Uh, mosquitoes? Have kind of gone away. So you can go meditate by the pond again. Oh, have they? Are they gone? I haven't really noticed them lately. Oh, because this is fall in Miami it is now. It's fall in Miami. It's a whole what 80 it? degrees. It's, it's only in the high. <laughs> you know, my cousin sent me a picture yesterday in Kansas that there was snow on the ground. What? Snow on the ground in October. Is that usual? That's unusual. Well, that's like a lot of snow on the ground in October. I mean, it's supposed to be fall, not snowing. Darlet, did you learn anything today? I like the little exercises I like where she said that everything works out for me and I got it. I didn't see that from a Pollyanna kind of, oh, I get everything I want. But I firmly believe, and this is woo-woo, that the universe gives you what you need, you know, at the time. And at the time when you're in it, you may be saying, oh, 
you know, my life. <laughs> but there's a reason for it when you're moving in the future. I can think of several occasions that I'm sure people out there listening can think of, oh my God, thank God I didn't get that thing that I wanted so much or that I was praying for because, oh, it would have been a disaster and that life led me in this direction, which is a little larger of a thought than probably this podcast. But the day I went to the consultation, I did show up. You know, I did do my best. I might be being too hard on myself, but it would have been nicer to have been more on my A game and having some of these tools like with the thumb to the pinky and the the affirmations or the mantras that didn't even really occur to me in the moment. Well, now you know. So, and this is a thing that as business owners, especially women, although this affects men too, we get that. We get that imposter syndrome. We're afraid to, to live large. We're afraid to think large or feel apologetic for being extra, right? You know, I know- You Ab- call me extra all the Abby time. Abby and I tease you all the time about being extra. It's just because we love you. But about being extra, being larger than life. And it's okay. Don't apologize. Don't apologize for that. Go out and own it. All right. Now, I think that's it for today. Guys, we did just get a new phone system in that kind of sucks. So <laughs> if you've tried calling one eight seven seven wingnut and uh, you got a voicemail, please try again. You know, these are just little things that we learn going through life that... <laughs> Maybe you should have stuck with the original phone system. Anyway, if you guys need help with your social media marketing for your luxury or high-end aesthetic brand, give us a call again at one eight seven seven wingnut Reach out to us at info at wingnutsocial.com. And I think that's it for today. Now, you got anything else? Nope. So long. See ya. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only the first step into accelerating your business the Wingnut way. Head over to wingnutsocial.com or call us at 1-877-WINGNUT to see how we can help you take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened. This guy is so Californian, I'm going to die. You big butt. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon roll butt, you called me. Hey there, and welcome to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I am your farts. <laughs> oh my God, my brain. Okay, ready? Good boy, Mango.